Welcome to the Tummy Team Journey Podcast. I'm Kelly Dean, physical therapist and founder of the Tummy Team. This podcast shares the personal journeys of Tummy Team clients as they restore their core and pursue being strong to be pain-free and connected for the life they were meant to live. Welcome, everybody, to the Tummy Team Journey, and this is our podcast with our client, Noah. And Noah has uh, done the Tummy Team program or programs. She's going to let me know what she's done, and she has a really cool story to share. So tell us just a little bit about yourself, Noah. Uh, So hi, everyone. I'm Noah. I felt uh, compelled to email Kelly, actually reply to her email that says podcast is out because I wanted to share my story with other women that possibly are or were going through the same thing. Um, When my third child was born and I had some time for myself, I mean, I still don't have time for myself, but I had time to check my diastasis recti, I realized that the gap is is uh, too overwhelming to, for me to even analyze it. So I went to a friend who happened to be a surgeon and he said, yes, you have eight centimeter gap and there's no way that you will be able to do it on your own. Now, when I hear no way, I hear there is a way. <laughs> and I also work as a holistic nutritionist, so I have I was able to reverse a chronic illness that I had of Hashimoto's thyroiditis by simply changing my diet to more plant based. So I always looked at it as a challenge that, and I knew there is a way. So they say you go, you don't go to a butcher to you know to get uh, soy products. You go to a butcher to get meat. So what did I want? I mean, I went to a surgeon. Of course, he's going to say the the only solution is a surgery. So I asked my husband who is in the wellness and uh, he has a gym. I said, what did you do with clients that had a severe tear in their, in their uh, abdomens? He said, well, uh, the only solution they had was surgery. I said, but how long ago was that? He said about 15 years ago. I said, there's gotta be something. There's gotta be something. I started in Googling my heart out Googling, okay, DR, what to do with DR. And then your company and you just popped on my screen, the tummy team. I looked into it. I was like, oh my God, the tummy team. And then I saw a video of yours. Like this woman is an angel. I have to give it a shot. So I went ahead and I did the the rehab. The core foundations. The core foundations. I saw the videos. I made it a point to even with raising three little kids to watch the videos, do the assignments, do everything while I was driving. I still do that. And after I finished uh, the core foundations, I noticed that my gap is one centimeter, one from eight to one. Wow. That is a crazy story. How many kids do you have, Noah? I have three, but with the noise they're doing in the background, you might as well think we have six. No, just three. (laughs) I was telling her before we started, I said, we might be able to hear your kids, but I don't think it's going to be that distracting. (laughs) Most of our audience is used to having kids in the background. So we're okay. Uh, I'm good. Yes. Yeah. We're doing what we can do here as mamas. Um, What are the ages of your kids now? And what were the ages when you started the rehab process? So our oldest is seven, our middle one is four, and our youngest one is three. And 
I've noticed that the pregnancy with our with our youngest one was very, very low, very heavy. And because the gap between my second and our third is only a year apart, I didn't really have time to recover. And even though I was uh, very, very active pre-pregnancies, I wasn't able to be as active as I wanted to with right. raising kids and not having time for myself. So it took a toll on me, obviously. Um, so with the little one, I noticed that nothing goes back. I still have a tiny bit of hernia, but that too has the 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 core foundations really help me deal with the hernia. So it's not a severe hernia. It doesn't require a surgery. I still engage my, you know, my abdomens every single day. I still do uh, all the stretches that are so helpful when I feel that I'm engaging my lower abs and I need a little rest. So the twists and everything that you have mentioned, I still use it on at least uh, three times a week basis. <laughs> that the tools, it's really about the tools, right? How, how, um, how early postpartum were you when you did um, core foundations? Uh, how old was the baby? So I didn't get to it until she was two. Okay. So the last year has been tremendous for me. And only after she, she, only after I felt that I have the time to actually go and be diagnosed and this and that, only then I was able to do it. Right. And it's hard when you have those kids so close together. Um, even though it's hard because, and unfortunately it's this way, it's hard because with this diagnosis, it's almost like you have to search for the diagnosis and you have to search for the cure um, because it's not like it should be. And we're really working hard to make it this way. It should be when you do your postpartum checkups, they check you for a diastasis. When they when you're prenatal, they check you for a diastasis. Um, it should be part of just a well care visit right. um, and then having resources for you. Because it's such a it's such a common and treatable issue, right? Right. But most people go undiagnosed and are struggling. And then when they do start looking for it, it feels like they have to work so hard to get that information. And when you are raising a family and you know just kind of getting out of that postpartum or that newborn or the toddler stage, it's really hard to take that on yourself. Right. So, your nature is to do that because it's your, it's also your profession, you know, a part of your, your nature to do that. So I think that's a big part of why you did so well. And, the, and the, I think what's really been helpful with the Tommy team is the fact that everything is so easy and manageable, everything that you show and you have the bunch of the YouTube videos there and the pictures, how to hold my toddler, how to nurse my toddler, to put the, the pillow behind my, be, uh, behind on the chair on my back. I still do that. I still watch how my posture is when I drive, when I, you know, I still nurse my baby. When I do this, when I do that, I still, I still watch that. And it was so manageable and not overwhelming at all that I was able to take it on upon myself while raising the kids and, and going to work. So thank you for that. Well, you're welcome. And I think that's really important for people to hear. Um, because it when when you don't have uh, a functional core, your body has a heightened level of anxiety trying to hold yourself together. Right. Everything in life can be a little bit more overwhelming because your body is not supporting you. There's like this emotional, physical connection, right? When we're physically strong, 
we're emotionally strong. When we're, you know, when we're physically weak, it's hard to be emotionally strong. And there's so many emotional and physical demands in parenting in that early motherhood time that, that when we offer, hey, we have this program for you, it's so easy for people to dismiss it and say, I can't do one more thing. Right. I just can't do one more thing. And um, unfortunately, physical therapists, I think historically have made things maybe more difficult than they need to be. Um, and I really, because I am the worst PT patient ever, I really created a approach and a program that I personally would do. And I look for all of the little life hacks and little tips and tricks that will help me be successful. And I feel like more people are like me because I've been a physical therapist for long enough. And I know when you give people one too many things, they do nothing. So I really don't want to oversimplify the process. I, but I want people to know that we only put stuff in the program that is going to be important. And then we give you a strategy for everything that's in there of how to do it while you're nursing, how to do it while you're driving your kids to preschool, how to do it, you know, while you're at work or, you know, in the, when you're brushing your teeth and the things that you're already doing. Um, and yes, there is some dedication to it that you need to do, but it's, it's simpler than people think, you know. Right. Yeah. And you put on a very, on a very true point as someone that, uh, I have patients that, you know, I just had a, a patient that suffers from a chronic illness and the mindset is everything, right? That we, we say, we, we, we talk about holistic and, and integrative nutrition because it's all connected. When you feel you can overcome something, you will do it. And by default, you will take the necessary steps to be able to do it, right? Meditation ha- has room, but it's also what is the what is the first step you're taking today towards your wellness? What is the first step you're taking today towards becoming a stronger mother that you can for your children and a stronger wife that you can for your husband or your loved ones around you? And you set an example and your children watch you. Your children get to watch you thrive and be the healthy. I want it to be strong that I can lift my kids again in a nice, engaging way. And I want it to be strong so I can I can see them grow up. I can see them having their children. And the first thing that we forget as mothers is to be able to take care of ourselves. So my own wish, if I could do it again, would be to start earlier and take that time and say to my husband, hey, you need to babysit the kids because I need to take care of myself for yeah. us. Right. Well, and uh, one thing I say a lot is that, you know, mother, the parents, mother and father, they're kind of the well that your kids drink out of. So, I I mean, you have to spend some time making sure there's water in there, right? And making sure that water is clean and available, you know, because they're going to come whether that water is there or not, you know, and it pretty much sucks you dry, right? right? So, I feel like, you know, you recognizing what you need to do is it is actually selfless because you're doing it. So you are more available to the people around you that you love and more of the person that you want to be. And I know that kind of feels like this is just a rehab program, but because we're dealing with the muscles of the core and those muscles stabilize your body and, and actually focus your nervous system, there is, there is a much bigger payout than just, Oh, 
I don't have a hole in my stomach and I don't look pregnant anymore. Like those are great payouts, but the much bigger payout of like confidence and strength and, you know, endurance and hope and ability to know what you're capable of and engaging in your life. And um, I, I think that so many times people don't realize what they're missing until we give it back. They're so used to living in deficit that they, they it becomes normalized. And, um, and it is hard to hope when you got that, you have an eight finger wide diastasis. And did that, did you, I know you said, he said it can't be done. I immediately said it could be done, but did you have a moment there where you were like, Oh my gosh, what am I even going to do? Or even before you went and got that diagnosis where you were trying to check yourself and you couldn't even figure it out because it was so severe. Did you have that panic moment of like, Oh my gosh, this is, what am I going to do? Um, well, first of all, I, 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 I worked out way before I was supposed to. I was so eager to go back to the gym, that freaking gym, and get my body back. I went and did CrossFit. I was like, I'm just going to do, I feel fine. And then the, the owner of the CrossFit gym is like, did you get diagnosed? Are you okay? Do you have anything there? I was like, yeah, sure, I'm fine. Yeah. I got this. I'm fine. No, I was not fine. I couldn't do half the exercise. I had to go back. I had to breathe. I had to just reanalyze my life. And then I went to the surgeon. And then when he said eight centimeters, I said, okay, so how does healing look like for you? And he drew, he took a little paper and he drew a new belly button. He said, I'm going to give you a new belly button. I said, I don't want a new belly button. I want my beautiful belly button that gave birth to three kids, miscarriages in between. It's all okay. It's all okay because I gave birth to three beautiful kids. I don't want your belly. I want my belly button. So as soon as he started sketching that, I said, I'm in the wrong place. I'm looking for healing. I'm, lo- I'm not looking to, to wave out everything that I've done in my life, right? Yeah. I'm looking for healing. So then I went back home, started asking questions, started asking my husband and knew inside there was a voice inside of me that knew that I just haven't met that healing opportunity, which was the Tommy team, right? I have not met it and I need to to keep looking. I I, I love that mentality and I hope people hear that too. Um I I feel like I had a similar journey. Um where I, um, I, my, my diastasis was about six fingers wide and, um, all of the initial physical therapists I saw really had no hope for me, could not figure this out. Right. And so, um, I, I went, I was referred to a surgeon and I went to a surgeon. It was, uh, it was a a humiliating experience actually. It, I mean, they spent, he spent so much time telling me what liposuction I needed and the reconstruction that was necessary and that there's no way you're going to fix this on no amount of exercises or rehab will ever fix this. Um, and you know, we just, you know, this is your before and the pictures you have to take before they do them in that first consult. And I was, and then like, this is what after could look like. And I'm just like, you don't understand what I'm talking about. Like, yes, of course, I would love my stomach to not look like this, of right. course. But I can't exercise without my back going out or wetting my pants. I I am a mess. I, like, I am 
like physically a mess. And you're telling me plastic surgery is going to solve all my problems. And there's this part of us, I think just because the culture is like, okay, I'll take that option. It's, you know, recommended by a doctor, I'll just go ahead and get the tummy tuck and solve all my problems. And I started saving because I really felt like I was the only one. And this, this was the only option. But then once I started sharing my story, I started checking all my girlfriends, and they all had a diastasis. And I checked the people at my mom's group, and they all had a diastasis. I started thinking, wait a second, if this is so prevalent, um, we can't all require plastic surgery. There's something that's happening. And I don't think this is God's way of like, have babies and fall apart. You know, I just don't feel like that's a great, you know, whether it's evolution or creation, that's not a great way to progress the species. Right? Yeah, not the that's not a great master plan. And so once I started here seeing other people struggling, I started thinking, oh, there's more to this. And it was, I have to admit, it was hard to hope. So it was hard to look into stuff. Um, and I had been working out like crazy, thinking fitness was the answer, because in the past, fitness is what fixed my problems. Um, and so I, I wasn't thinking about, and I was powering through a lot of stuff too. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting journey um, to get to the point where you're like, okay, I'm open to listening. There must be something else out there. And it's okay to recognize that that's not this doctor's specialty. Right. The doc, that's not the doctor's specialty. Um, I need to find somebody that this is their specialty. Right. And in fact, in one of your modules, you have the self-care, self-love with the ointment that spoke so deeply into my core. And you said you can do that with your eyes closed because I couldn't even bear looking at my belly that was... It, you know, so beautiful and flat and look at me, look at me, you know, the me, 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 pre-kids uh, era. And all of a sudden it's, is it really mine? And I had to look and appreciate and say, I love you. Thank you for giving me three beautiful children. Thank you for going through the process of, you know, grieving and loving and, and laughing and accepting all of that is because of you. So that specific module was was earth shattering to me. You know, so many people, it's very, it's very uh, good for me um, when people share how that particular video impacted them because you can tell when I'm doing that video that it's hard for me to, yeah. to expose my tummy and to rub my tummy on, on people that know me and I watch that. They're like, oh, I can tell that that was a hard hard video for you to post, but I felt like it was so important for people to see my stomach and know that it's not perfect, but it is strong. And um, we, our culture has bombarded us with images that are not natural. They're not like, I don't know. I was talking to my 17 year old daughter, um, yeah, almost 17 year old daughter the other day. And the fact that um, and we're talking about body image and we're talking about um, you know, what, what normal is, you know, and what healthy is. And she was talking about how, uh, fitness programs are often designed for people that are already fit, hmm. you know, instead of people that want to get fit. 
and um, how discouraging that is. And I was I was talking about how the fact that I was a swimmer growing up, so lots of locker rooms with lots of naked people. Mm-hmm. Right? Swimmers just you know we don't use change rooms. We don't have time for that. And so lots of women of all different ages, all different shapes of sizes. I've seen a lot of naked women in my life. And I know that's a weird thing to say, but it's really empowering because these are real women. This is the real world. If all you've ever seen is commercials and, and TV um, images you can have a very distorted view of reality. And I feel like there's all different shapes and sizes and we shouldn't look like we looked pre-baby. That doesn't mean we need to be broken and we need to, you know, there isn't ways to heal and repair that. But I feel like that, that giving your body some attention and nurturing a, a part of your body that is desperately trying to work hard for you and just doesn't have the right tools the more we can give positive, soothing, nurturing attention to that area, the more effective um, the healing is going to be because you cannot heal something you refuse to feel. Absolutely. And um, and it is emotional. It's an emotional part of the process, um, but, but it's an important part of the process. And I feel like um, I appreciate that you appreciate that part Absolutely. of it. Absolutely. And, and you talked about uh, looking pregnant for the longest time I looked pregnant. And even when I had miscarriages, I still carried, you know, the pregnant belly. And at some point I was so embarrassed for other people to ask me if I'm pregnant. I just said, yes. Oh yeah. Me too. And then, I, <laughs> and then the cashier or whoever's like, so how's it going? How's the pregnancy? Is like, little did you know, I just lost, you know, my baby. Or state of mind. If I was in a really bad state of mind, I would make them feel bad because I would be like, you have no business asking me that. So I'm going to just tell you, you're going to learn from me. Don't ask people. I can talk to baby. And I'm sorry you feel bad because I feel bad too. And you shouldn't ask people. And then there's other times where I was a little more gracious and I was like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have another one on the way. Sure. Sure. That's what this is. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But it's, you know, it, it actually gave me the uh, the courage and maybe go on that journey of seeking, hey, eh, I could heal that. I can heal that emotional scar. I can heal that physical scar. I can heal. I just need a little bit of help. And the Tommy team helped me not just by by closing the gap. And now it's it's half a centimeter. But also, I when I jump on the trampoline with my kids, I no longer pee-pee in my pants. Nice. So I actually, I actually emailed you. I don't remember who I emailed though. I responded on Instagram. Thank you for allowing me to jump on the trampoline with my kids without running to the bathroom every two seconds. Yes. So, so that well, yeah. So good. Did you have when you had that wide diastasis? Did you have other symptoms like back pain stuff? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Lower back pain for sure. Yes. Oh my gosh. And, and you had some pelvic floor stuff. Did you also have any other symptoms like sciatica or pelvic no. pain or anything? It was mostly the low back, yeah. um, the, the belly, um, and pelvic floor, huh? Yeah. 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 How long did it, when you started core foundations, how long did it take for you to start feeling um, differences in the muscle tone and like in the strength of that muscle? 
I think within a few weeks, when you gave the uh, when you gave the stretch, uh, I started feeling between my shoulder blades. I started feeling right. you know pain between my shoulder blades, and as soon as you gave the uh, the the stretch to hold between two walls and uh-huh. go the door frame stretch, yeah. yeah. As soon as you gave that, I felt a difference because up until then I thought it's unrelated. I thought, mm-hmm. oh, I just have pain here or pain in my lower back. I know they're related. The muscles are related, but I didn't put that piece together. So it, uh, by the time, by the time, and it, whenever you asked us to to examine our gap, I saw it's coming in and in and in and in and in. It was a, it was a it was a beautiful progress. And by the time I finished the uh, the core foundations, I noticed that huge difference. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize how many things are connected. And that's why I always ask um, clients about their symptoms to share their symptoms, because you you don't really realize um, what a global effect having it's not just it's just not cosmetic. It's not just, you know, I have a separated abdominal wall. If those muscles aren't pulled together, then they're not doing their job. And what is the job of the core? It's to connect your upper body to your lower body. So your arms and legs can move. So a lot of times, the biggest thing we start with everybody is that elongation, right? Sitting up, standing up, elongating our body. um, And the postural muscles have not done that for quite some time because we've been in these collapsed, frumpy postures, right? Right. (laughs) What people don't know that's happening is she is trying to change a diaper or change of her little one walking in and out of the room as she's talking to me. This is like the ultimate mom experience. (laughs) Just before that, I told her, you know, mommy has to work. So whatever you need, do it yourself. And little, she's coming here, butt naked, trying to get me to dress. (laughs) I love it. And I love how you're just like talking through it. Like, this isn't happening. But we, had to, we had to stop and say this happening. Um, yes, it's happening. So um, that that mid back achy thing that sometimes people start feeling as they go through the process is basically the upper body postural muscles being asked to do their job when they haven't done it for a while. And we kind of anticipate that that's going to happen. So each week you're given more information. So you're not overwhelmed, but that one thing builds on the other. And we kind of anticipate, okay, you're probably feeling this now. So we're going to give you some strategies for this now. And, um, and I know that, um, People will say it feels very intuitive, but it's not like this is my first rodeo. I did this process, but I've also worked with thousands of people. So as as you go through, I pretty much can anticipate what your body's going to need in most cases. Um, and that's ironic, right? Because when you're going through this, you feel like I must be the only person with this. And then there's this online program and this lady who's probably told thousands of other people the same thing is telling me, and it it applies to me too. And I think it's important for us to realize that um, we're more alike than we think, you know, there's more commonality to um, each person and each person's story. Obviously we all have unique things about our story, but there's more connection. And that's part of the reason we do this podcast, right? Is for people to 
back to your story and go, oh, I felt that way. I did CrossFit too. And even though I love CrossFit, that was not where I needed to go, right? <laughs> I remember the, the, the coach was like, okay, now let's do your abs. What abs? I yelled in class. <laughs> I can't even feel my abs. Where do I start? Where do I begin? So Kelly, you and the Tommy team allowed me to feel my abs. It's like, oh my gosh, I do feel them. I feel that mysterious muscle underneath that trying to work for me. Right. And and for me and for most people that I hear, they're like, oh, I don't know if I ever felt those abs before. <laughs> you know, like this is like, oh, this is this elusive feeling that maybe I felt way back when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hanging on the monkey bars. It's like, oh, I was like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's actually core. That was before, you know, we messed it up with presidential fitness tests and, and, you know, sit-ups in, in gym class and, and, and where we started to kind of, yeah, forget that the function of the muscle and how it moves. Um, Are you guys going to have any more kids? (laughs) you know someone just asked us this uh over dinner we invited a few friends to dinner and uh they they asked the same thing are you are you so i said we're open for business and my husband my husband added we're covid open not amazon open (laughs) i love that so Whatever that means, if it comes, we yeah. it's a blessing. If it doesn't come, we have three beautiful children and we're happy with that. Yeah. I was just curious because uh, I I would love for you to experience the prenatal right. core um, right. with another pregnancy. But right. I, I always think that because I learned this stuff um, after I was done having kids. And I always wonder, like, what would my birth spend like if I had had this information um, when I was pregnant, right? Um, what do you, you had mentioned this a little bit, but one of the things that I ask every client is, uh, what do you wish you would have known earlier? Like if you could have told your, your younger self something, what would that have been? So I grew up on, uh, on dancing. So you did swimming. I did dancing my whole life was a dancer and dance companies and you know, on, on stages around the world and physics was everything. Even if I starved myself, which I did and ate an orange a day, physics was everything. As long as you look strong and you look thin because I did ballet, um, then it was everything to, to our daughters today. I say, it's how you feel. So we promote a plant-based diet. You eat what you want. Everything is on the the counter, the fruits, the vegetables you eat, you get filled up by the right things. And sometimes you mention sit-ups and I see our middle daughter doing sit-ups and I, I want to correct her, but I feel like my husband is not there yet. Why correct something that's not broken? Because there's another way of doing it. So it won't be broken. Right? Right. So we still have that. Uh, so I, I'm, if I were to say to myself what I could have done better, I'm doing it through raising our children differently with that awareness in mind that, you know, nothing is, is perfect. It can be optimal and how you take care of your body and you can ask for help. And if you, if you receive that help from the people you attracted in your life, you will see healing. Right. 
Yeah, and I think it's a it's an important message for our girls, our younger generation, right? Uh, we we talk about how I talk about in what I do all the time. We're focused on how you feel and how you function, and this is a hard business to be in and not be visually focused right. to not show before and after pictures to not talk about losing your belly to not talk about body type right there's a lot of pressure to do that and there's a lot of other programs that focus on that um and i i've really been intentional to not do that because i feel like it really alienates a lot of different people um somebody's before and after somebody's after picture might be somebody else's better than somebody else's before a picture, right? And we cannot keep comparing ourselves to each other. We have to really zone into how we feel and how we function and understand that our bodies are the vehicle that are going to get get us through our life and how we take care of that vehicle is very important. Um, and so you are modeling that. I always tell mamas that your posture is modeling so much to them. Because our kids watch how we move and they move like we move. So just you being having a strong, confident posture um, is even when they go through their frumpy teen, preteen teenager collapse, their body is growing faster than they can even stand up stage. They are still watching you. They still see the confidence in and the, the strength in that posture. And that is really transformative to the next generation. And I, I always tell people like about, they always ask me about, should my kids be doing sit-ups? Should I, you know, um, I, I, you know, I have, I have one daughter that got her junior black belt and had to do a hundred sit-ups wow. to get that. Test. Wow. And so I trained her how to use her core properly to do that. No, but that's not what she does every day. I mean, she now is a swimmer. She she was a soccer player. You know, I have them do different things. My other daughter was a gymnast and they did lots of that stuff. But I also also worked with three of, out of four of her her gymnastics coaches after they had their pregnancies. Oh, wow. And they were like, oh, we need to be doing some things differently. right? You know, so it's just we get there. It's about a balance. You know, it's about a balance. Your husband might be interested in um, looking at our, we have a fitness professionals um, course that really, um, it does talk about diastasis, but it talks about the core in a whole different way. And that might be something that helps him see, oh, it's a balance of things, right? right. Yeah. All right. Anything else you'd like to share? Um. You mentioned how it's a, our posture is what our kids will are, are growing and watching and modeling. It's uh, I feel like it's relevant um, to this day and age more than anything, right? It's during this time of crisis, during this time of challenge, during this time when we're in a great pause, as some people call it, is really important to keep our our healing going, right, from the inside out. So. What we believe and how we behave carries out to our children. So, for example, our children is in a non-panic mode. Our children is in an empowering mode because we feel empowered. And if we look at, you know, other people that we know, our children may be more in fear because their parents are more in fear. 
So it's really important to look into ourselves now and and not bring that fear or 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 that negative view of what you're going through right now to your children because they will carry it for the rest of their lives. I was a child growing up in the Middle East during the Gulf War. So I grew up with missiles above my head and whether my house will be ruined by the missiles. So there were a lot of uh, PTSD around me. And then I joined the military. It's mandatory from where, where I'm from. And so I'm trying to bring a lot of peace and a lot of healing within that seemingly chaotic world that we're experiencing right now. So I think it's really important to relay that message to the parents that we will see the light at the end of the tunnel. We got to believe that the light of the end of the tunnel is here for us to go there. Right. Especially right. when it involves parents and children. Right. I think that's, I think it's powerful. Um, we, we often see um, women that really, it takes them a long time to invest in, in some basic self-care. I, I consider this not a luxury. This is basic self-care to not wet your pants yes. when you don't mean to is basic self-care. It's interesting because we now have a men's program and um, men respond very differently. Men look for the information. They find the information. They buy the program. They do the program. They're done. You know, women, you know, ignore their symptoms, minimize what's going on, you know, power through until the, like something really bad happens. And then they research and they mull over things for about six to months to two years. And then they wait for the best sale ever. And then maybe they do it. And then they only do half the program because they can't make time for it. You know, and I'm just like, oh, ladies, come on. Yeah. You know, you are important. Um, because so many people rely on you and depend on you. And it's not selfish to do self care. No, it's, it's not. It's our birthright to be healthy. It's our birthright to be healthy. Right. And in a time like now, where it's easy, um, we didn't even know the things we were taking for granted. Right. Like a, a simple thing. I didn't, I'm a swimmer. I didn't have access to a pool for two and a half months. Let me tell you, before all of this happened, I was swimming three days a week. Sometimes I'd miss a thing. I am swimming five days a week and I don't miss any day. <laughs> because who knows when I might get my pool taken away. <laughs> you know, like I feel like it's easy to take for granted things. And and then and then realize, oh, we shouldn't have. And I see this a lot with my older clients that like, why didn't I do this sooner? There's always a reason to not do it. There's always a reason to put something off. But I just want to encourage people to know that they are important. You are important. And, you know, you do want to pick the right time that's that's value that's going to work for you and your family. But that self-care is not selfish. Yes. And this is basic self-care to pull yourself together so you can feel and function the way you're supposed to and do the things you're supposed to do. Right. And it's never too late to begin. I had, I, I, I forwarded the, uh, the, the exercise, some of the exercise that you gave, that you gave to my mom and she was able to overcome her, you know, needing to go to the bathroom uh, every three seconds. So it's never, and she's 65 years old. It's never too late to begin. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And never too late. We, yeah, we just did an interview with um, one of our clients who's 61. I'm interviewing um, a gentleman um, later this week who's in his seventies, who's had great success. It's never too late. So that's the other thing is you felt like uh, I couldn't even really process this until my youngest was about two years old. And a lot of people will reach out to us, email us or write to us and say, you know, is it too late? My baby's three. I was like, it's never too late never too late. Right. All right. Well, I want to thank you so much for sharing your story. It's very, um, it's just really encouraging to hear somebody that had that wide of a diastasis, eight fingers was told that there's nothing you can do. And you just step-by-step went through the, the rehab process and your body responded well. And I love that. Thank you, Kelly. And thank you, the tummy team. I hope that more women and men will hear it and be inspired to take action for their health because we deserve to be healthy. Yes, we do. We do. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today at the Tummy Team Journey Podcast. The Tummy Team is committed to validating your story, providing you with relevant practical education to understand your body, and offering effective solutions to live the life you were meant to live. Check out thetummyteam.com to get more information about how we can help you specifically and see if one of our online programs is right for you. You can also follow The Tummy Team on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube to get tips, encouragement, and support.